hey, hey, what's happening, people? God did it, you know? God did it. Uh, I told myself I would start starting the show with God did it. I like God did it. Um, <laughs> this is the Eric Terrell Show. We're live. We're back. We're doing this. We're living. Now, is it time to stop complaining about the double standard? Uh, if you don't know what I mean by the double standard, you're about to. Uh, I would imagine that you do. If you're grown <laughs> tonight, because tonight is uh, Wednesday night, <laughs> tonight I'm going to be hosting for Two Ray Gordon and a bunch of other cool cats at the Punchline Philly, which is in Fishtown. Because tonight is Wednesday night, and that happens this Wednesday night, May 3rd, <laughs> May 3rd at 8 p.m. Show starts at 8 p.m., and I'm hosting, so you better get there at 8 p.m., okay? If you're not going to be there at 8 p.m., don't show up, because you might not catch me or my comedy. But 2 Ray's good. Show up for 2 Ray. That's my guy. Now, listen here, people. Um, what else do I have to say? Uh, well, next week, uh, I'm hosting at uh, Helium on, uh, that's May 10th for Dick Gregory. Okay, here we go. Now, I got a guest co-host today. My guest co-host is my man, fantastic, one of the best comedians in the city of Philadelphia. You all know him, Mike Brooks. What's happening, bro? What's going on? Eric, how you doing, brother? How we feeling? <laughs> we feeling good, man. We're yes, doing sir. this. Yeah, we are. God did it. God did it. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Let's keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, whether we like it or not, that's- That is true. Because he does it. No matter what. He does it. Yeah, man. So you grinding this, man. You got back-to-back hitters. I, 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 I was showing off a little bit by throwing in you <laughs> two hey, shows. Let it shine. Let it shine. Yeah, I show it off. Let Every it now and then I show know. off. I'm booked. I'm making Gregory, money. That's a powerful That's a powerful one. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Um, you ever meet him before? No. Yeah, that should be cool. No. It, 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 I mean, maybe I should stop being so selfish, but it's, I mean, it's a great thing opening for one of the pioneers in comedy. Absolutely. I mean, he was he was doing comedy with people like Pryor and, and Eddie Murphy, uh, old school Chris Rock and Red Fox and those guys. But I just feel like I hate not being memorable. Mm. <laughs> it's uh, it's no way he's going to remember my name. He's 80 years old. He's he not, would if he's not he would gonna, if he like dies shortly afterwards. The last time he <laughs> performed in Philly was with Eric Terrell. You could be like a That's a cool credit. Be, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like Monopoly question. Where one of them questions on the uh, what was those games? They used to play you had questions like green and pink. You didn't you didn't have you didn't play games with questions? Uh, you, you was like tic tac toe. Uh, that's as far as you got. <laughs> you know, the only game that's coming to my mind is guess who. Like we played no, that together. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's, that's that show came out. That was a good show. That's a good show. It was. It Shout was out a good to show. Uh, Eaten and Beaten. What was that called? Eaten and Beaten. Full Belly Laughs with Full Brian Durkin. That's like a that. shameless plug. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, shout out for the man. He re- re- represent. <laughs> Respect. Oh, and by the way, this is the Eric Terrell Show again on the Lolo Network. I have to keep reminding people that is the Eric Terrell Show on the Lolo Network. Now, keep it on a Lolo. So, men. Now, first of all, men. More people tend to know where us men have laid our hat because it's so much more acceptable for them to know. Are we at a point now, though? Where it's time to be okay with that. No. Sarah, you can't have as much open sex as Sam. (laughs) Being a woman is defined differently than being a man. Is it time to shut your mouth about the fact 
that you have to shut your legs. Mm. Is it time to stop complaining about the double standard? Now, but before I let you weigh in real quick, Mike, and and we start the show, let me say that I think, first of all, sex is fun. It's awesome. It's a cool thing that we're we're able to do. Word. For pleasure. (laughs) When you're single, the only thing more fun than sex is anonymous sex. Mm. So uh, pardon me for for encouraging this promiscuity. However, I think what a lot of ladies need to do is man up. Now, that sounds like an oxymoron. because You're not a hoe many times because you hoe. But many times you're a hoe because you talk too much. Okay? Mm. Let mm. your sex, let your intercourse, let your coitus be um, <laughs> private. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but but, but I, I'm, not, I'm not out here encouraging a bunch of frivolous, reckless sex, though. Let me do say that uh, I, I think, I think it, it is, while it is fun for a while, anonymous sex does get old. It does get a bit old when you when you start to grow up and you realize that you have to be a real person and worry about real things that real per- people worry about. Yeah, <laughs> like, first of all, true. staying healthy, not getting STDs and not getting pregnant by the wrong person. Shout that out one more time. <laughs> <laughs> and being a faithful partner to somebody. Now, is it time to stop complaining about this double standard, Michael? Or is it is it that unfair that women should be making as much noise as mon- many of them still make? Wow, man, you put a lot on the table right off the gate. I'm still on coitus. I can't spell. I tried to spell that in my head. I couldn't. Next time. C-O-I-T-U-S. Now, I got appreciate that. I got to be honest. See, I'm speaking. It's different now. I got to agree with you, Doc, because I'm a dad now. You know what I mean? So I got a kid. I got a girl. And I, re- I realized I would raise my son differently than I raised my daughter uh, based on this kind of stuff. You know, and it's, it's just reality. It's like, you know, yeah, you can't be. I don't want my daughter hoeing. Right. <laughs> I don't want my daughter hoeing. But my, if I knew, if I put it this way, if I heard that my daughter was hoeing, I'd be pissed. Like, what's going on? I go crazy, right? Yeah, that's a problem. But if I heard that my son was hoeing, I'd be like, it's not a problem. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he should stop. <laughs> so, so there lies the double standard. I don't think it's ever going to change. I think it's okay. We got to move forward. <laughs> I love how we say we got to move forward. Like, this is some serious political issue. Yeah, we that, just got uh, to. <laughs> Ladies, get over it. Keep it moving. Keep it pushing, pusher. Keep, 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 it, keep it pushing. Okay, whatever. Um, some men, I think, have, or some women, excuse me, some women, I think, have cracked the code. I think some how women so? don't care. It, it, I admire these women. They do their crimes behind closed doors, and the acts are therefore not even crimes because no one ever knows about them Uh, if a tree falls and no one's around to hear it does it make a sound the truth is in the case of a crafty woman no it doesn't Mm. (laughs) that's a silent tree that tree falls very silently what's done in the dark always comes to the light that's not true either what's done in the dark does not always come to the light Uh, sometimes it's just done in the dark and it's just right there in the dark and nobody ever knows that it was done in the dark because it was so dark except you every woman listening to my voice right now i think has slept with at least two people that nobody knows about wow and i think that's okay i'm just saying but don't complain Mm. never just don't complain (laughs) don't complain when i when the men do it like what are you saying about the fact that the double standard exists oh i got you 
Yeah, went two at least two. I think women got at least two. One, two, well, three. Some got three, right? Not just two. Yeah, I said at least two. Uh, yeah, that means more. That means greater. You're right. You're right. <laughs> two, two or more. Some. I don't. I don't know. We're we're two men talking. First of all, let me say let me say that my, my special guest. If you if you don't know already, who's going to be my special guest? A very amazing woman. A woman who I love dearly. She watched me grow up. Uh, I used to call in her Miss Lisa. She's Reverend Lisa Du Bois, and I can't wait to have her in about fifteen short minutes. She's going to join us, and she's going to school us. Uh, she is very astute in many different areas, and I can't wait until she joins us. Um, listen here, bro. What's up? What's really relevant? <laughs> now, what would happen if you never washed your hands? Like, ever? <laughs> what? I, I just found some interesting things <laughs> in the news today. Dude, and I <laughs> Speak on it. What you find? <laughs> this is one of the one, one one of the cooler things I found in the news. Um, the way they describe this, I think, is pretty awesome. Now, our hands can be vectors that help transmit bacteria and viruses from one place to another. Stop right there. What's a vector? <laughs> listening audience you can't assume everybody you know yeah well i'm using my context clues i don't know the the, the exact (laughs) definition stop right there what's a context (laughs) (laughs) something that you define by the things around it continue (laughs) so therefore i'm glad you did that Um, because i I may need that if i was listening one day (laughs) Uh, now this is this is from Lisa Maragakis, Senior Director of Infection Prevention at John Hopkins Health System. She also says that if we stopped washing our hands, we wouldn't be interrupted or or we wouldn't be interrupting the transmission. So it would give bacteria and viruses more opportunities to use our hands as a way to be moved from one place to another and cause more illnesses. Now, of course, there's a bunch of detriments to not washing your hands, but not as many as we think. Well, then it raised a question for me. Um, What's up with all the characters on The Walking Dead? Are they just like really dirty? Like, How are they doing this? Like, What is Rick doing? Like Rick and Michonne been getting it in. And that seems kind of nasty. Like they got soap on the on the low. We haven't seen it. (laughs) I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. Is that why she's so black now? Like, no, that wasn't. I love you. <laughs> you know who I love? I love my guy, my guy Chris O'Connor. Yeah, right. Yeah. Chris O'Connor. Now, I don't know if you've heard him do this joke. Chris O'Connor is a very popular uh, comedian in the city of Philadelphia, and he. It, I don't think this is a joke that he often does. First of all, I've only heard him do it once. It was at an open mic, which is where comedians a lot of times try new stuff, and nobody laughed at the joke. Right. But me, you ever be the only, yeah. the only person yeah, who yeah, thinks yeah, yeah. something is funny? Yeah, and you're <laughs> you're having a great time, but at the same time, you're wondering, well, why am I so amused? Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't have been the only person in the room who had done this. But what Chris was describing <laughs> was, he said on stage, he said, you know, I just fake washed my hands. 
yeah. right before coming on stage. Yeah. He said, I just used the bathroom and I just fake washed my hands. You know when other oh, people absolutely. are in the bathroom and they're in the stalls and you run the water? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually turned because the you're water busy. on and just like, yeah. <laughs> I feel you on that. I film on that one. Every now and then you fake wash your hands. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a, a rhyme the reason to that, too. I can yes. tell you. I, I got a rhyme the reason. I, you want to hear it? Go ahead, go ahead. My rhyme and the reason is that I know where my man's been. I don't know where these these stalls been. These, uh, the, the, um, the, everything in there is dirty. So I know where my hands have been. So I'm just doing that real quick. If I don't touch anything else, yeah. I'm out this piece. Yeah, but if I touch all this stuff, oh, all this stuff, I gotta wash my hand because all these people. You didn't touch house. anything else in the bathroom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I kick doors open in airports. I don't use my hands. It's a challenge. I yeah. like playing that game. You should try it once. It's weird when I'm when I'm in public bathrooms. A lot of times, I use my pinky. Yeah. To open doors. Yep. It strengthens your pinky a it lot. It does. What's this thing like gladiator shit? I don't stuff. know why Excuse I feel me. like dirt is better better off being on my pinky. Yeah, well, <laughs> every pinky got get a little dirty. He you know. Oh my God! No, that that went air. too far. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, washing your hands. Uh, I hope we always do it. Fun. I, I had to change my mom's tire today, man. Yeah, to, my hands were dirty as hell. Now you tell me if I ain't wash them, I'll be here high fiving y'all. That's nasty. Yeah, that's nasty. No, it is nasty. Uh, the one thing I'm an, I'm an advocate of is not telling anybody you don't wash your hands. If you don't wash them, that's don't, right. don't don't don't. Don't let don't let don't let people know for that's your fair. for your sake. Yeah, that's fair. But I would have everyone know I wash my hands. How would you do that? I'm I'm just you like, like I'm tell just, them. You like just so you know. No, I'm just saying right now. I, no. I want people to know. Oh, I'm thinking like after uh, you come from the bathroom at like a, at an event. Hey, yeah, guys, I just want y'all to know I did wash my hands in there. All right, so let's when, keep continuing. When you fake wash your hands, you do feel guilty. You do. You feel like people know. See, I don't. I feel like it's a challenge that I want to touch people more because I know what I know and they don't know what I know. <laughs> That's cool. That's pretty cool. I yeah. like that. Now, what's really relevant? We won't comment much on this because we, we don't like to talk about him too much on this uh, on this show. But um, Trump has clearly eradicated Michelle Obama's girls education program Mm. i found that in the news today and of course it's it's not a good thing to eradicate however what would we expect would we expect him to support that or i mean at this point come on i'm i'm just saying (laughs) we we can end this now if you want you got got absolutely it's it's i'm not don't trip y'all don't even trip michelle ain't tripping because she know this man is 70 years old and four in eight years i'm still here and we're gonna and i'm gonna run for something and we're gonna take this thing back we're gonna take a step back and they they got one goal the goal is to try to erase obama but the more you do that the more of a myth and a legend he becomes you know what i mean so i worry about that so and it's and so for those who don't know what they were yeah like you said they were uh taking away uh this opportunity to acknowledge girls around the globe and encourage them in the school, right? right. Why is that a problem? <laughs> Why must that what be? What could you funny? possibly find wrong? Yeah, with, yeah. Does it cost too much money? Is yeah, it, it taking time money. out of your day? It's not. It's just got their name on it, so I'm getting rid of it. 
That's all this. We know how you work small hands, man. It's cool. Don't even trip. <laughs> Don't even trip. Mr. Small Hands. Mr. Small Hands, small hair, small <laughs> brain, small words. Small word. Yeah. Small. We was talking about Andrew Jackson today, too, I heard. Really? And, and the Civil War. He said, did the Civil War really have to happen? And uh yeah, I don't I don't know why, but he did. Yeah. And I was like, it had to happen because how else would Spider Man join uh the Marvel universe if Civil War didn't happen? That's a good you point. Know? That's a very yeah. good point. Yeah, so someone someone should enlighten him. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Finally, what's really relevant? <laughs> so Katy Perry received a lot of backlash uh for a joke involving the name Barack Obama. Mm. What's the joke? <laughs> so she came under fire uh, this, just this, this past weekend. Um, she joked that dyeing my hair blonde is like Obama being replaced by Donald Trump. Um, that's the joke. Boom, boom. It's a terrible joke. Is it even a joke? I don't know. You ever hear a joke and you're like, "Was that a joke? Was I that or or did I?" <laughs> so she, who's she, who's she receiving backlash from? I don't. Like I have, I've, News, I've got no the idea. Right wing and all that kind this of stuff. This is this this uh, this is from Fox News. Ah, okay, it. there you go, there you go. So if Fox News if Fox News says she she receives backlash, is that mean by them or is she actually receiving backlash? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, by them. It's totally by them. <laughs> Listen here. We got Reverend Lisa Boys coming up. So stay tuned. Let's get it. To the Eric Terrell show. But right now, bro, do we have? Do we have? Five, five signs. <laughs> five. Do we you have? You are the hoe. <laughs> five signs. You are the hoe. All right. All right. You ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Here we go. These are the five signs that you are not a hoe, not somebody's hoe. You are the hoe. Now, we all know every neighborhood, every school, every community, every church. Got a hoe. Has some woman or girl, some person of. <laughs> Hoish tendencies. Of, <laughs> some, some person that doesn't have an Adam's apple that is known. <laughs> As the have you seen it? <laughs> Tell me, have you seen it? Adam's apple. <laughs> I see him hop everywhere I go. Do 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 do. Have you seen her? The resident ho can swallow a banana. <laughs> the five signs that you, not your friend, but you are the hoe. Number five. Number five. Your girls never let you travel alone. Mm. You always surrounded by people because they know what's going to happen after you get out of here. <laughs> they can't leave you alone with nobody. That's how you got these five kids. Somebody got to walk you to the car. Somebody got to somebody got to walk with Shantae because she might get picked up. You gotta, <laughs> exactly. You got to walk with her and watch her. <laughs> these are the five signs that you are the hoe. Number four. Number four. You got the email that it was National HIV Testing Day. From mm. five different people. <laughs> I'm just going to make sure you see this real quick. This is important information Why for Why am Shantae. I being tagged? <laughs> That's what she was doing at lunch. Why is everybody tagging me? <laughs> Eight different people. <laughs> Maybe you've been tagging a lot of people. Why is the pastor in my inbox with 
with news about national testing. <laughs> Pastor, like, you want to go together? <laughs> you should help promote this. You should be a spokesperson. Because <laughs> if you're going, then everybody else, I don't know. These are the five signs that you're the whole. Number three. Number three. When you bring a man to your girlfriend's house at night, she tells you, hey, y'all can sleep anywhere, just not in the bed. <laughs> yeah, that's a good friend. I don't have that many, I don't have that friends anymore. Shout out to my old friends. She used to be like that. Kenny Hudson, Evan Jackson. I miss y'all. <laughs> you can you can you can pollute any area of the house but where we sleep at. Yeah, that's any area? Like you're on the roof in the kitchen. The floor. She, yeah. Basement. She sleep outside back. It's like a challenge. I feel like she has like a list. Like, all right, we've been this one, this one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> These are the five signs. You are the hoe. Number two. Number two. When everybody starts talking about sex, you the only one ain't talking. Mm. See, this is what this is this is what this is what I <laughs> this is what I noticed. The person who has the most sex mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is either talking the most or talking the least. Ah, I never think about the least person. Yeah, you got to. You got to. Mm. There's a reason they aren't talking. <laughs> who, who, who's the, is the most vocal one or the one that's not saying anything? Mm. This is what I find. Trust me. It's proven. Wow. I don't, I haven't, Watch you know, now. I haven't really keep proven it. Open. Keep your ears open. So is the one talking the most could also, or they could be faking too. Oh, that's very true. That is very true. Yeah, that's a know. good point. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. But that quiet one though. I feel like you can't fake you quiet, you especially if you're an adult. You can't not be a part of a conversation. You know something about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially that. You're not even laughing either. Like you're yeah. just sitting there. Everybody laughing. You're like. You got zero input. Yeah, yeah. You just, every time you're drinking on the DL. <laughs> Never have I ever drink. <laughs> They're like, how y'all like it in the car? You say nothing because you know you didn't have it in each one of their cars. Mm-hmm. You just nope. I don't. I don't like it in the car. <laughs> the trunk. I don't like the car. I don't like cars. I've never been in a car. I don't have a car. Shout out to Uber. <laughs> <laughs> the five signs. You're the hoe. Number one. Number one. When you show up at the get together, every girl kisses her boyfriend. Oh man, they claim the territory. That's a shame. Oh man, that's a shame. Got to let them know. That's a shame. She get challenged. That's a shame. <laughs> got to let them know. Yeah, you, hey. you, you got to take that one. That's a that's a loss, sweetie. That's on you. Yeah, everybody get cuddled up when you walk in the room. <laughs> why why y'all so close? I ain't worried about nobody. <laughs> even <laughs> even even the friend's grandmother's house. <laughs> Grab Danny in the back, holding her on the, on the pot pot because <laughs> you came in. <laughs> you ain't taking my, my man. Baby. <laughs> I don't like, heard about you. Hush up, Gladys. She can do what you want. <laughs> Nasty grandpa. No, grandpa. Stand down, pop. Stand down. <laughs> All right. Listen here. We got some good discussion coming up. We got some good discussion. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it heavy. And we're going to um, we're going to get some very, very good counsel. Uh, it's going to be me, comedian Mike Brooks, my special guest co-host, and my very special guest, Reverend Lisa Du Bois. When we come back.
Inc., a full-service video production company with over 20 years of experience, has everything you need to make your next video make an impact. From scripting to shooting and post-production, our staff has the experience and professional expertise to ensure customer satisfaction every time. With 4K shooting capability, choose Media Active Inc. and let the power of video work for you. MediaActiveInc.com, 610-645-0887. Hey, it's Lolo here. They say that laughter is the best medicine. Well, if you have an iPhone, check out a new app called Laughable. You can listen to The Lolo Show and thousands of other podcasts. But what makes Laughable special is that you can search for basically any comedian and hear all the podcasts they've been on as a host or a guest all in one place, like Greg Fitzsimmons, Jessica Curson, Joe Rogan, Louis C.K. You can even search for fascinating people who have been great on a podcast. It's a great way to find new podcasts and comedians to love, like that appear on The Lolo Show every week. Funny at your fingertips. iPhone users download Laughable in the App Store. Android coming later this year. Who did you call the last time your computer got sick? Did you call those geeks at the big box computer store? You know the place where you're just a number or worse. When you leave, you find out your entire computer's been wiped clean. Or did you call one of those foreign countries? You know, where you need a translator to help with tech support? The next time your computer goes on the fritz, you're going to call Dr. Bob Computers. Who are you going to call? Dr. Bob Computers. No matter how simple or complex your system's needs are, call Dr. Bob Computers at 215-206-5909 for the best and most cost-effective upgrades, new installs, rebuilds, networks, and more. Call Dr. Bob Computers at 215-206-5909 or visit them on the web at drbobcomputers.com. Here we go. We're doing this, baby. We're back. We are back. This is the Eric Terrell Show on the Low Low Network. Um, <laughs> is it time to stop complaining about the double standard? Where were we, Mike? We 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 were we were we were we were, were, were we at some were we at somewhere significant that we need to pick up? I feel like we have to. I think we are find ourselves. Yeah, we're going to be at the point where we need to hear from a from a the female perspective soon. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? But uh, I feel like. Yeah, it's it's time to stop complaining. There's other things to worry about. Just it is what it is. Like what? Other other thing other things to worry about. Oh, like, like, like money. Like women. Should um other things to worry about. That's it. Should women Nah I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> Let me go somewhere. See I'm oh you you want to hear it? All right, let's see. Uh who does the dishes? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good thing you know to worry I mean? about. That's the, something. The, the the dishes. Um Money. Think, uh, but no, here you go. Making private money. bank accounts. Is that, is that cool? School, education, education. You education. know, TV shows. Hoeing gets old. Oh yeah, <laughs> just not, don't hoe. That's all. Don't hoe. But, say, but, but, but say the, the no message, to hoe. The mess. The, <laughs> That's the, a great one. We should write this down. You did well just now. We that was really this. good. Say no to hoe. The message to this show today is not don't hoe. It's not just. Mm. It's not just don't be out here doing a bunch of stuff. That you shouldn't be proud of, or it's 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 just about these standards. Are are we expecting too much of them? Because everybody's got needs. Yeah, that is true. Everybody's Everybody got needs. needs. I mean, we, we we talk about the hoe, but at the same time, 
if she didn't if if she did have an Adam's apple, how different would that be? It, it's it's a shame if you think about it. it is. It's a shame that she's that vilified. My special guest, I can't wait. I've been waiting so long. The moment is finally here. Okay. Drum roll. Uh, the Reverend, author of My Men, Myself. My God. Okay. She graduated from the Philadelphia Biblical University. Well, well. Certified vocational cosmetology teacher. Mm-hmm. She's uh, on the ministerial staff at Kingdom Life Church Ministries, where the pastor is Daniel Sutton. And she's going to be starting her final year uh, in the process of getting her master's this fall at the Biblical Theological Seminary. And she's the greatest Uber driver on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so. So she can pick you up, take you to the shop, do your hair, and preach to you while she's doing it. <laughs> Reverend Lisa the Boys, what's happening? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Yes, yes. You put me out there with the Uber. Okay, cool. <laughs> the Uber. All right. Drives around. And Lyft. I do both of them. <laughs> I love to be Yes, known. yes. So you got two stickers on your windshield? Yes, and two no, phones. No, and she got Hackman, too. Forget, don't, don't forget. Two, <laughs> two stickers, two phones. So whichever one rings first, I'm there. Wow. Whoa. What's up? Got Whoa. Got to. Got to grind. Got to grind. Whoa. Somebody is to be taken for real <laughs> if they've got. <laughs> Let this be a lesson. Let if they've got more society. than one phone. Let's just be a lesson to men and women, young people all over America. Two the phones. only person you are alliance to is yourself. You are a free agent. A <laughs> no, free agent, who right? Got, who, what call ring first? That's who, that's who I'm going to roll with. That's who I'm working for. <laughs> That, that's yes. that's serious. Two that's phones. serious. And and it, c- certain signs that people need to be taken seriously. Here's another thing: when you text Reverend Du Bois, she texts you back three days later. I respect <laughs> that. I respect it because she will get back to you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That is not intentional. Yeah, not intentional. I do the same thing sometimes. Um, not three days. One day. Not three days. <laughs> I love you, Reverend Lisa. Is it time to stop complaining about the double standard? These double standards, I, I think it is. I think it is. I think it's time to actually stop complaining about them. I think we need to be asking women a different question than double standards. I think the question that we really need to ask women is why is it so important that you be accepted in a behavior that men are accepted in doing? Because there's clearly a difference. Why is it so important? So, you know, the double standards are going to always be there. It's going to be there because society looks at women differently than they look at men. That is, it just is what it is. And personally speaking from myself, I'm kind of glad that a man will hold me in a little higher esteem than he would his boy. You understand? Yeah. I, I really am. You know, so and I also find that women who are trying to compete with that double standard or at least match their brother or their friend or whatever in that double standard, I think there's another issue uh, lying within that that's not being talked about, that's not being resolved. Because you, you, as women, it's impossible for a female to lay down with multiple men and not catch feelings. Impossible. Right. It's just not in their makeup to do. It's not what we can do it's not in their makeup and, and, and it's they, not and, and, they, and they shouldn't want it what, to be what, a part what, of their makeup and what can we do eric we can leave our heart at the threshold we, mm, at, whoo, that's a sermon right there <laughs> now now the now see when you really start talking about sex what we got to realize is that the women are receivers and the man is the giver that the is man true. is leaving something behind yeah you know what i'm saying i'm saying peace well okay 
not like that, but I'm I'm just saying that not he's leaving he's leaving something behind. Like that is such an emotional connection. One of the things that um frustrate me when you hear women like talking about casual sex or or just like high five and like it's okay is that they don't really realize the intimate and the spiritual connection that occurs with that. That's how come you can get with a woman who may have had multiple sex partners, okay, and then y'all having a casual conversation and you say something, it take her way back to boyfriend number three. Right. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden she's snapping and tripping on you and you're trying to figure out well, what's going on. Well, it's those partners like you have multiple partners you start to take on a lot of that and it's not healthy it's not healthy at all does does the bible say anything explicitly about being more lascivious than than one should uh, especially for women well not especially for women it's actually for the both of us you know it's for the both of us of course we know that the bible teaches that sex is for marriage and that sex is between a man and a woman that's the way it's set up that's the way we see it clearly in the bible you know but then we do see instances in the bible um for example where you see men you know they have multiple wives you 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 encounter rape you know in the bible you know you encounter a lot of different sexual uh, things that happen in the Bible that's never been ordained by God. You know what I'm saying? So we always have to take account um, in the fact that man is fallen, man is in the fallen state. And we, look, we could justify anything. You know, it's easy to use the word of God to justify any type of behavior that you want to justify just so you can continue in it. You know, so, but in the case with women, um, I think women really need to kind of fall back and examine themselves when it comes to getting into relationships. And a lot of times what women do, and I'll just share it with you, what's funny, what women do is a lot of times women have an ulterior motive when it comes to becoming sexually active with men. Most women think being sexually active with a man is a way to kind of rush him to the altar to say, I do. And that's really how it goes down. And you see a lot of women, unfortunately, I might get a little backlash for this, but it happens in the church. You know, you meet a guy, you like the guy, you want to bring him to Christ, you want him in church. You know, nine out of ten times the women try to play that celibate role. I'm not going to have sex till I'm married. Right. You hang around right. long enough, you're going to get it. I mean, that's just, just what it is. Mm-hmm. Then eventually the woman starts to become, feel a little guilty, or she may feel a little upset because we're not progressing to the altar. So then she starts to pull back. And the reason she says she's pulling back is because of her relationship her commitment with God, now she feels guilty. Be that as it may, that may be true. But it's also true that a woman is not going to keep putting out and putting out and putting out with no hopes or prospects of marriage to that person. And But in a woman's mind, sex equals getting to the altar. But that's not in a man's mind. And so a lot of times when you see women going from relationship to relationship, it's because they're basically using the same type of model to try to get a man to the altar now some men fall for when the women stop they put a ring on a finger and they wind up getting married but then the marriages in a lot of times in divorce because that's not even a real good reason to get married so sex is used by women i'm telling you as a bait and switch and a lot of times you're saying sex is the symbol or the indicator or the measuring stick for how how well how how good the connection is well it depends on a woman sometimes sex is used as the measuring stick for how uh committed or how good that person may be in a relationship and sometimes sex is just used as a manipulative tool to get this man to marry this particular woman woman 
That's the way it is. And sometimes it's used as a guilt trip. You know, I had a, a friend of mine who, um, when he was getting married, he's divorced now. And I'm not going to say no names because we know him because we both went to the same church. Right. <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> but he was getting married. Yeah. You know, when I asked him why he was getting married, he said because they both decided that they did not want to be guilty before God anymore. So they decided to get married. Okay, well, three months, 90 days after that, 12 weeks, they were divorced. Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All, all the wrong reasons. It's amazing how, how, how sex can be used for so many different, so many different end games. Yes. So many different um, agendas uh, for, for a man and for a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we think uh, for, for some single people who aren't really trying to get locked down or committed, they'll think sex is just something that happens for pleasure or right. sex is just something that happens um, to let me know if it's happening a lot with the same person to let me know that I'm doing too much, mm-hmm. but it ne- ne- never, never or not often is it really analyzed in and interpreted like you're saying as something to be used to a certain result. Right. A, a mean, a means to an end. Right. Right. That's how, it, that's how it's being used. And you know, and a lot of people don't realize um, when intercourse happens, you become one. That's what happens. You actually become one with that person. You are joining yourselves with that individual. And what happens when you join yourself to this individual and now this individual and now this individual and now this individual. And if God has somebody for you, the right one for you, you can't even as women, you can't even receive and accept that person because you have so much other emotional baggage and emotional stuff going on with you that now the person that you're supposed to be with, they don't even know how to take you. They don't know how to receive you. And then there's a lot of healing process that you have to go through to get over that and to get past that you know and sex is rarely used when it's outside of the context of marriage it is rarely used for the purpose that god wanted to be used for which is to glorify him in procreation because sex is probably or is the the one of i think the most beautiful thing that a husband and wife can share in unspoken communication and trust and faithfulness to one another but today we kind of just run amok with it i mean it's just like it's it's all over the place. It's everywhere. It's on the internet. It's on the magazines. I mean, you can't even look at a car commercial without seeing a sexy woman on a commercial. Right. <laughs> You're trying to figure out. Shout you out know. to Honda. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's everywhere because, you know, sex sells. That's, of course. Yeah. And I think an overabundance of sexual experiences can leave you with scars. It can. It you, can leave you with scars. You, you can really get damaged. If yeah. You think that you're having so much fun to the point where you're just doing something and you think that's what you're supposed to do or that's um, all you know how to do. And it happens more frequently than you anticipated doing it. Right, right. And now it ends up happening with the type of person or the amount of people that you hadn't anticipated doing it Mm -hmm. with. And, um, And the experiences can turn into ones that you may not enjoy for different reasons. Right. Um, Alcohol gets involved and more people at one time get involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, 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 it can, it can, it can get, it can get ugly. And it can get really dangerous. And, and, and piggybacking off of that, what do you do when we have to look at, in some cases, some people have been sexually abused, men and women when they were younger and sex to them is the only way they know how to show love or the only way they think 
they can receive love. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of different reasons why people are promiscuous or why people are jumping in and out of somebody's bed without a commitment of marriage or without a real commitment of actually knowing who the person is, you know, and getting to know them. And it, and when you start to peel back the layers of the onion, it gets kind of dicey because the question we have to ask is why, what are we missing or what are we lacking that's causing us to go into a superficial physical relationship? What is it that's missing? And I think it's something spiritual and you can't answer or heal or fill a spiritual void bottom line with an orgasm. It's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? It has to be something deeper than that. Right. Right. Um, So there's a few more things that we'll get to in a second. Mike, you got anything? Yeah, what you said in the beginning uh, was interesting. Like, why women? Um, what is it? Why do women want to be aligned with something that men do that isn't right to mm-hmm. that extent? You know what I mean? What, what do you mean? What, that was interesting. Like, why? Like, why? What's the psyche behind? Like, women like wanting to even be on that level? Yeah, like what you know? It it's to, um, it's. It makes me think of that. I might be telling my age. You might not. You guys might not remember this song, or or it was this commercial um, that Uh used to play when I was younger. That used to say, "Anything you can do, I could do better." And it would show a a boy doing something. (laughs) I remember the jingle. The jingle. I I can't remember exactly the commercial it was. Then a little girl would do something. Then a boy would do something. Then a little girl would do something. And I think. I think, and I'm going to get to your question, I think a lot of times what has happened when we go all the way back is that society kind of has a way that it has put man against woman, that we are, like, against each other. And there's always a competition between male and female in any in any sector it seems to be this competition type of thing. And then when you, and it's funny that I even remember something that way back, anything you can do, I can do better. Because in some areas of my life, I find myself as a female having to make sure I do things a little bit better in a professional setting or in the workforce over a man, you know, because that's kind of put in us. But as far as the sexual component, women, and I had to grow into understanding this and knowing this and had been through a few things myself. Women are viewed a certain way by men and by society. And I think it is honorable for a man to want to view a woman as special, as not loose, as not out there. I mean, I can't imagine any Men, any man would want to know how many partners his wife or his girlfriend really had. He really wouldn't want to know that. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> he really wouldn't want to know that. You know, but as for women, I would have to say, why is it so important that you can do the same exact thing sexually or have the same amount of partners sexually that a man can have? What does it prove? Right. So, like, seriously, what yeah, does it prove? Yeah, like you're, you're, so, so you're deprecated for the same thing that men are glorified for. Right. But that thing is gratuitous frequent reckless and, and careless the question becomes why are you searching for that glory but, but why are you why, ex- why do you ex- need exactly. that exactly different responsibilities come along with being a woman which is why being a woman uh is looked at right the way it's looked at right it, it's that that pure image that pure right. image of the wife who walks down the aisle in the white dress right and and, and i and i and i don't think i don't know if anybody can answer that question i guess each individual woman would have to answer that maybe it's just because i can or maybe i should be able to i'm not quite sure why that's so important but i think that from the female standpoint i think that the double standard is just stop complaining about it because it's out there and it's going to be out there and men have a certain way they look at women and there's a double standard i mean even the way women look at men a, a, a woman now stay home dad I yeah, I wish you would stay home while I'm going to work. I mean, so, I mean, uh, yeah, how about I mean, this? How about this? Home dad? How about I mean, this? Who are you dad, talking to? How about this? Dad, that get child support. 
Whoa. Like, oh, you yes. see my face? Like, yeah. what? For real? Yeah. You know, so. Would you call me? Or dad that get uh, spousal support. You know, that, that kind of, yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. You know, so for me, then you guys may think about that and say, okay, well, why not? He should. Okay, exactly. I can see that. Now, from my standpoint, I'm Topic like, okay. <laughs> from my standpoint, I'm saying, okay, what you got to stay at home for? They got child care. Go to work. That's that's in my mind. Go to work. You know, go to work. Go to work. You know, child support. Why I got to support? pay you child support you know so there is some things that are set up that we all fall in those traps of a a double standard you know but the one that deals with sex i think that's the one that's probably most detrimental and i really think that women need to take a little more care of themselves and a little have a little more respect for themselves you know the ones that do the ones that are practicing because you have a lot of good women that's not even about that but the ones that don't see anything wrong with it i hope that they would begin to look at themselves differently because it's just not a good look right it's not. Whether people know it or whether they don't. Whether they know it or it's not. It's not a good look in the mirror. Nope. Now, like you said, um, like like both of you, like we all kind of uh, iterated, we should accept it or women should accept it and embrace it. I kind of, I kind of um, think about the double ed, uh, standard for education when a lot of people mention the fact that black men have to work twice as hard or be twice as good at their job and black women have to be three or four times mm-hmm. as good or as educated to have this to have an equal opportunity at landing a job in an interview uh like a white person would um, and it's one of those things where, okay, well, that's that's how the world is. That's how America is. So what do you do? Do you complain about that or do you be that good? Mm. You just say, well, if that's how good I have to be, that's how good I'm mm-hmm. going to be. And once I get the job, I'm going to prove how good I have to be <laughs> to get it. <laughs> but, yeah, so, 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 so that standard, so the double standard makes you better. So, it, so accepting and embracing that double standard makes you a better person. Why not just be a better person? person right yeah i agree yeah you know another thing i find that's funny is that i think what a lot of people don't see is that men actually don't get off the hook this whole topic is based on the fact that men are praised for what women are chastised and and crucified for but if you think about it well are are we vilified or not? I mean, we are. <laughs> like a man who has a lot of sex, is he is he a popular guy to a woman who wants a good man? Mm-mm. No, not at all. Well, th- this whole topic is based on the fact that th- there's a double standard that yeah. men can have a lot of sex and not be blamed for it. But mm. many in many cases, our name is dragged through the mud. <laughs> yeah, if we're out here doing too much to too many for too little <laughs> and too long for too <laughs> okay okay that went pretty far uh, <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah so th- th- did you have before we close did you have did, did you have any last words of counsel or advice now anything that you haven't already said i think you've given them quite enough but what would be your final words to young ladies out there uh, using that word operatively that are listening to the show and maybe some ladies who aren't quite as young, but are still single and having a good time and promiscuous. 
Well, my final word uh, for for ladies that are promiscuous, really my final word to them um, would be for them to stop the action. Because, it, I mean, I can't, you know, what else could you tell them to stop the action or unless something will occur that will cause you to stop the action? You know, you're either going to stop on your own or you're going to reap a consequence to where you're going to have to stop, you know, because it's just not healthy. But overall, in dealing with women and sex, you know, I would love to tell women, okay, wait till you're married to have sex. Well, look at the world that we live in. That is highly unlikely that that would happen with a lot of women. So what I would say to women is to wait long enough throughout the weed out process because a brother's only going to stay around but for so long. And you need to have a weed out process for whoever it is you really want to have in your life. I mean, because we use sex as a means of audition. You know, the auditionist person is this the one for me, this the one for me. You know, you know, there's a book out where it talks about a 90 day rule. I'm sure we all know that 90 day, know. <laughs> 90 day rule book. And I read the book and it's a good book. It give you a lot of good information. That's but I had to think about that logically. You know, okay, after the 89th day of not knowing you, I'm supposed to lay down with you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, think about that. 89 at, whole at, days. At midnight. At when midnight. The day ends, then it's okay. That, at that to, moment. Yes. You got to wait until that second. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Forget about it. I just met you on the bus stop 89 days ago. Now, day 90, we good to go. It's, it's day 90. It's all good. No. <laughs> you know, that, that's that, that's very odd. There, there, there's not you, – you can't add a number to the – to to the level right. of connection, it, it's it's just a level. I right. guess it could happen at sixty days. It may happen at a hundred days. Yeah. But it sh- it shouldn't happen at like three hundred days. I think that's a little much. Or two, <laughs> or two days. One twenty seven. <laughs> One. T- <laughs> I like I like ninety four. That's good number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you what you got, Re- Reverend? I, I I like a wedding ring. Oh. <laughs> so day day four hundred and six, day eight thousand. Exactly. <laughs> nah, nah, no, no. <laughs> I like a wedding ring. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. so, 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 you, so you, so you do believe in that still? You, you, you do yeah. think that that's that that's a good place. Yeah, that's a good place. That's a good. I think that's a good place. I would say it. for all women, that's a good place for me. I mean, that's where I am. You know, currently, you gotta yeah. live and you go through experiences. You know, and and to, just to tell women that I don't care how often you you have sex or you make love to your partner, whatever. Sex is not going to get a man to the altar. It's just not going to do it. Period. Right. Right. No, it isn't. Yeah, it isn't. Do you have anything before we go, Mike? This was deep, man. This was. Deep stuff. (laughs) Here it is. Just ladies, hold less. And fellas, hold more less. (laughs) Uh, Your quotes quotes are so (laughs) thought-provoking. Think about that. Think about that. At first you say, what did he just say? And then you say, okay, he did say something there. That was a word. That was a word. (laughs) There it is, baby. And... If you need an Uber driver, call us. We <laughs> or Lyft <laughs> or, or Lyft. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't wait for all the amazing things God has for Reverend Lisa Du Bois. Um, pastoral roles, maybe I don't know. Like there's God. God. God got some things that are so much greater than Uber. God, God. <laughs> I hope so. So much greater. Yeah, even Jesus rode on a, on a donkey. So <laughs> he was a carpenter, right? He was. He's doing carpets. We ever yeah. seen anything? Did we ever see anything he carpented? Is that is that is that a verb? <laughs> it's going to be tonight. <laughs> Carpet. 
I don't think we've seen Jesus' car- carpentry. Maybe he wasn't that good. I feel like it had to be good. Did it? <laughs> that's, I, how, that's how you, like, fake them all out. That That's holy carpentry. That, uh, mm, we'll see. What, what's your thoughts? I, I think he was good, too. Want him to be? Uh, come on now. No, no, no. I think it's, he was good. Okay, I'm just saying. We, we're, we're I mean, everything at. was created by him and through him and for him, so it had to be good. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, <laughs> the three of us in one studio is, is, is bad news. We're all yeah, over the place. Be, it could be a good effort. <laughs> it would be good quality. <laughs> no, it was, yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at... You sound like a, a hater. That's I'm, 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 I'm talking about a manger. But we're talking about We're talking about We're talking about carpentry. Yeah, good, good the man but made I'm, a chair. I ain't saying good the man saved I mean, my sins. I will hope he could make a chair. He made you, and you look good to me. I mean, you I look do, pretty great. Some people... Uh, uh, that's debatable, too. See? I'm <laughs> See? See? <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, he, he made... You were both right. Think about that. Yeah, you know. I mean... God, God doesn't make mistakes. No, not at all. But He also makes Donald Trumps. He He makes uh-huh. <laughs> He He makes things that we have to work with that make us better people. So maybe He made some tough carpets, but they made people better. Okay, that's, yeah, that's, that's workable. That's workable. <laughs> Listen here, uh, we're we're done with this. We had a fantastic time. I really enjoyed this episode. Love is the most important thing, people. Love. Reverend Lisa Du Bois said the proper time is the wedding ring. Okay. Now, if that's not the proper time for you, then I hope the proper time is love. Love is the most important thing in the world, the most important thing about every single topic we do here. Love yourself, love other people, love the truth, and love love. It's not hard to love love. All you've got to do is love God because God is love. And God, God did it. <laughs> God All right. did it. You like how I did that? You see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>